Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to episode one of the Supernatural Quest Seekers podcast, where we set out to make the supernatural become actual. So with that said, I'm Austin. I'm Teddy, a.k.a. Big Papa Fluff. And we're your hosts with the ghost. Alrighty, people. So, welcome. Welcome to the Supernatural Quest Seekers podcast. I'm Austin. That's Teddy. Hello, hello. And we're here to rock your world. Yeah. So, what are we going to talk about today? Let's talk about uh, how we started. How how'd this all start? Uh, good question. For me, I think, I mean, I've always had a fascination with like the paranormal and stuff growing up. A uh, couple of things I saw when I was a kid, um, especially with the line of work that we're both in, uh, it's kind of been just like, a, it's something that's really interesting, you know, not only just with me in general, but a lot of people, you know, have questions about, you know, is there life after death? You know, if, if there's any, you know, anything that happens, you, people see, or they claim to see, you know, apparitions, spirits, mm-hmm. uh, stuff being moved around. So, I mean, it's always been intriguing to me to see if, if something like this actually exists. Yeah. It's funny how you say, like, the line of work that we do. Like, I don't know, because I feel like what we do, for those who you don't know, we're in the mortuary business. When people pass away, we go pick them up, basically. That's what we do. Um, but for me, like, I feel like it hasn't drawn, drawn me closer to the paranormal. If anything, like, I feel more distant. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, it's, it's, it's a job, you know, yeah. like we go in there, we do what we have True. to do and, you know, deal with the, all of the, uh, emotions that deal with, uh, or that come with going with, with our line of work. But it's always been... For me, it's always been like, you know, is my energy at the time that we're doing these removals, is this person or this spirit going to attach itself to me? Or, you know, like it's it's always been a question in the back of my head uh, as if it's something like that's going to occur. That's funny because that triggered a memory right now. I'll get, get back to that later and tell that story. But uh, with that said, our mission, um, we're here to basically find anything supernatural, anything out there. It could be... Ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot. Cryptids. Cryptids. <laughs> we'll go out there and find them. Um, so what would you say, like, have you had a paranormal experience, like, that was up there? Uh, I've had a few. Um, 
I would say maybe like my first encounter, I would say, uh, was when I was little. And uh, we used to live in uh, Kentucky. And um, shoot, what was the name of that town? In Knoxville. No, it's right outside of Knoxville. Um, there's a military base out there that my stepdad was stationed yeah. at. I forgot what it's called. Hopkinsville. Hopkinsville. And uh, we lived in this old, old house. Like, it reminded me of like a plantation house. It had the the half walk around, you know, front porch with the, the crazy, scree- uh, creepy little swing at the end. And uh, the just the, the front yard and the backyard were just massive, you know. And I remember when uh, my stepdad was stationed uh, uh, or he's deployed for Desert Storm and it was just me and my mom and my brother staying at the house my mom would always tell us oh you know I think there's something here and um, there's a few nights where we'd wake up in the middle of the night because she was screaming and we'd run to her room and she'd be like pressed up against the headboard uh, you could just see the fear in her eyes and yeah. she would tell us oh you know it's, there was someone at the foot end of my bed staring at me and he had red glowing eyes and it was just, you just got a really creepy vibe okay. from the house. It was one of those. How, roads. how far was your room and adjacent with your parents' room? Uh, well, me and my brother shared a room. It was, it was, a, really, it was a really big room. Uh, so, like, I had one half of the bedroom. He had another half. Uh, and um, it was just a uh, hallway yeah. from, the, from the door, from the doorway, like, straight down the hallway to my parents' room. And then that led to the back living room. And then that led to the backyard. But it was just, like, a long a long hallway. I'd say maybe like 15, 20 feet. Wow. And then did your brother have anything there or no? He didn't see anything? He never he never mentioned anything. Um, I know for me, sometimes it, the house had like those old uh, ventilation systems that come up from the wooden, mm. the wooden floors. And I, a lot of times I'd be playing uh, with my toys around there and sometimes I I would hear like like whispers like faint whispers, and I would just brush it off. I was really super scared of of the the boiler room underneath the house in the attic. The attic was those old school ones where those you, are always like that. <laughs> yeah, you, you know you pull down the ladder with the rope and like it folds out. Yeah. Like, it was just super creepy, you know. But um, and then we had this this massive tree in the backyard that was that freaked me out. I never wanted to like play under it yeah. or even if it was hot during the day, I wouldn't even want to go out there under the tree to catch some, some shade. You know, I'd, I'd just go back inside because it, it was just like a really creepy vibe. So how old was you? Um, I'd say like six or seven. Six or seven? Maybe like a year younger, but that was around the time. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was just an odd place to live. Um, yeah. Especially coming from Texas, you know, uh, I didn't have a lot of friends out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the few friends that I did have lived miles away from us. We lived off of one of the main roads, one of the main highways, and it always reminded me of Pet Cemetery. <laughs> you know, in the movie, the, yeah. the trucks, the 18 wheelers go by real fast. Like, it was exactly like that. It was, yeah. it was crazy. I don't know. I feel like as I've, as I've gotten older, I feel like, I don't know, like I became a lot more numb to, like, this, the supernatural. But since we started doing this, it's came back. Yeah. I don't know, like, as I've gotten older, if I've just, like, shut it out and, like, toned it out. But now it's definitely coming back. But I can remember probably as far back, I would say, like, I was, like, six or seven. Um, there was a house I lived in. It was um, it was a small house. 
but I would always always wake up in the middle of the night and like I would see these three people in the corner of my room, like kind of dark figure shadows. Oh, and they would just come close to my bed and just stay right by chill. me. Just chill, dude. <laughs> Fucking chill. And I remember I, I kept telling my mom, kept telling my mom, and then finally she stayed the night in there with me, but she never seen anything. We ended up moving out of that house. But what what really uh what really got me was the house we lived in, it was on Gregory. And my cousins have li- had lived in that house before me. And they would always say, oh, like there's certain things, like you hear tapping on the windows and stuff like that. Oh. And then I remember one time we had, I think it was a New Year's Eve party. We were all down in the basement. And we took a family picture and it was just like a Polaroid picture. And on the outline, you can just see like a white mist trickling mm. all around. So eventually they moved out and we moved in and pretty quickly stuff started happening. You would hear stuff in the hallway. Um, there was one night where I heard someone walking outside my room mm-hmm. and I, I was just, I freaked out. I told my mom and she kept saying they would hear somebody walking down the hallway every now and again. And then there was one time when I was home alone, I was in the living room and I remember sitting there, my stepdad, he would get home. Usually I'd say around like three forty-five. it was about three. So I was sitting there watching TV, and I hear a door open and keys drop on the table. So I jump up, and I'm like, oh, Mike, like, Mike, you here? And so no, I walk in the other room. Nobody's there. So I called him pretty pretty quickly, and uh, yeah, he's, he's, like, he's on his way. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, my grandparents' house. Uh, I lived at my grandparents' house growing up a lot too, um, and I'd always hear like the faucets in the kitchen or or the restroom turn on in the middle of the night, and like two three in the morning you figure oh someone you know got up to get some water or, or you know go to the restroom, and it would stay on, so I'd, I'd get up and kind of like peek around and everyone's asleep. I go turn out the faucet. That's trippy. And, <laughs> like it would happen like every so often. And uh, I remember one night I was I went to the to the kitchen to get uh, a glass of water. And we had the, like these little water jugs already like in the fridge. Mm-hmm. So I went to go grab one, and then the faucet turned on. So I kind of like peeked over the fridge door, and I saw it turn on. So I looked around. I could hear my grandparents snoring like down the hall, and uh, my cousin lived on the opposite side. Uh, in his room, and I know he was asleep because he always kept his door closed, and his door was closed when I looked over there. But um, I turned it off, and then I went back to my room, and I think maybe, like, shortly after that, I uh, I was dead asleep, and then I, I woke up because I heard, like, rustling on the carpet next to my bed, and I was like, well, shit, you know, maybe I think it, I was thinking it was one of the dogs or something that might have went in. Uh, when I opened the door to get water, and it just got like a, the sound got more aggressive, like every couple seconds. Yeah. And then finally, like I was sitting up and I was against like the wall, like and it was pitch black. Like, you know, my switch to turn on the light was on the other side of the room by the door, so I didn't want to get up. And all of a sudden, I hear like a loud boom. Whatever it was hit my my uh, my closet door. And I jumped up, dude. I, I literally like I jumped up like if I was Superman from my bed to the to the to the door to the room and I flicked on the light and I booked it. Like I went I slept on the floor next to my grandma that night because I was like so scared. 
Now I didn't want to go check out, you know, what it was. And even at that, I remember I didn't want to face underneath her bed. So I I put my back to, to the bed because I didn't want to be asleep in the middle of the night. And then I wake up and like there's eyes looking yeah, at me underneath that's... the bed. So like it was it was a horrible night. <laughs> that's trippy. It was crazy though. Yeah, I mean, so I mean we've both had paranormal encounters. Um what was like the first piece of equipment that got you hooked where you were like, all right, I'm doing this for real. We're gonna do this. This is gonna become a thing. Um I don't know, man. I have so many. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first piece of equipment like, that it was I crazy because like how how fast like everything happened. It was like it was like we talked about it and now we're doing the podcast. So it's just, yeah. <laughs> and it was what like maybe like a year. Like we had been talking about it for, for like a year. A year. At least a year, yeah. yeah. Oh. And then I think within like the first couple months, I wanna say I ordered oh, I ordered a like a kit. Like yeah. a it just came with like the basic stuff. Um I ordered that. It was Thing, like a couple hundred bucks and i think it was just like a, a evp uh meter and then there the k2 was meter. the k2 meter i want to say maybe the temperature uh gauge was mm-hmm. in it i think i might have bought that separate though it was like five items it even came with like a watch you know you could wear that yeah. could pick up evps and stuff and it, like your heart, it was like a little Apple Watch kind of looking thing. Yeah. Um, but that was a little kit from uh, from Ghost Stop, and I ordered that, and then it came in. I tried everything, and I was just like so so excited about it. So I just started ordering. Like I would see something, like I want it, I want it, I want it. So I would just start ordering things. <laughs> and I mean, now yeah, look, look we have. No man, like and then seeing everything that you were getting, it just like, it, what what how was the word for it? Like reinitiate, like. It kind of just hyped it up. Like, more. hyped it up more, yeah. and it, it brought back that that feeling, because I know I still, I feel like I have unfinished business at Waverly Hills. Yeah. Like, I want to go back there, and I feel like when I went there, I was a lot younger, and I went with, like, a group of friends. Like, it was right after the appointment, and we were like, you know what, let's just go. It's a haunted place. And it was, like, a novice investigation. We had, like, a few EVP readers, and yeah. we had cameras as video recorders. Yeah, it's kind of just, like, to get, like, your kicks. Yeah, just you get know? your kicks. So that's that's one place I definitely want to go back because it's just it's unfinished business. And what was caught there, like, I don't know. I, I took a couple pictures. I got oh, a, yeah, yeah I showed, showed you me. one where, I, like, there's, like, a face in the window. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the most notable time, most notable thing that happened while we was there was when we was in the body shoot. And we were walking down the body shoot, and my cousin Brandon, he had one of those clicker flashlights. You have to click it to turn it on. And he got about halfway down the body shoot, and his light turns on by itself. And, of course, I'm like, dude, you, you clicked it on. He's like, no, listen, click, click. It wasn't loose or nothing? No, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> but he clicked it. But the thing was, like, we thought it was, like, oh, like him messing around. So when we got back up to the top of the tunnel, everybody plays back their phones. Mm. Right at the exact second that his light does that, you hear on like, every, like 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 rustling or? yeah like 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 crackling in the audio but on everybody's audio it wasn't just one person it was every single person's phone that was down there had the same thing happen uh, that's weird. so that's, that was weird that's more than just a coincidence and then there were some other things that happened but i mean i don't know that could easily be debunked i know a lot of people a lot of places you'll go to they'll try to get you with those mag lights mm-hmm. and they'll tell oh if you twist the mag light on just a little bit and just wait, it'll turn the light on for you. Yeah. But nah, it just it builds up enough charge in that mag light and turns just it on. on yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think we're ever gonna do anything like that. 
Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, even with the that one that we did, the on our last investigation that we'll talk about later, um, with the flashlight in the center, that yeah. if you if you like a, a shadow or anything walks with like it trips the light, it detects you know the the readings on it. I would rather do that. Yeah. Than, how does it like? How does it work though? Like, I don't even know how this this shadow detector thing works. Well, it's like it's a it's like a it's a little device has like a little laser in it that you can't see with the naked eye. But because I feel like every time we try it, we don't get it right. Well, we well, eventually we got it yeah. with the when we finally set them up. It's because you have to just get them lined up like perfectly. Yeah, well. and when we did it at the Doniana County Jail. Uh, on the second one, remember we, when I when I told you guys like there was that room mm-hmm. where they would say like the shadow spirit would kind of pop in and out. The ground wasn't too like leveled, so it was kind of hard to. I think I on one on the device I kind of like just put like a little pebble. Yeah, just like, to bring to, it up a little yeah, bit to level it out. And then the, I mean the flashlights that we were using, no, they're yeah. you know your small basic little yeah. little mm-hmm. battery powered ones, but makes sense. Yeah, but the the one we set up in the in the cell. Because of the concrete that was broken up the way it was, like I was able to sit it like properly mm-hmm. to catch the laser. I think it only recorded. I mean, the, the events that we did when we were testing it out, and I think it recorded one by one, itself. Yeah, there's one by itself. I remember, yeah. there's one step. And I mean, we still haven't even. I still haven't even looked on on the footage of that camera that we set up in that area to see if what am I caught. Yeah. And then what? So far as a group, we've been to three different places. I say group because we we do have two other people in our group. They're just not here right now. Yeah, we yeah we did uh we did the Licking County Licking County or no four we've done four places because we've done the Licking oh, County oh we did yeah, the we house, did house too yeah we did the house call mm-hmm. and then we did the Licking County Jail or no Bobby, Bobby Mackey's, Mackey's we did and Bobby the Mackey's jail. the jail and then we and did then the, the other jail yeah. yeah and then I don't know what are some places you want to try to go to before the end of the year I want to at least try to do like three more three more um, before the end of the year for sure I want to do Yorktown Hospital. In Yorktown, Texas, uh, like that's at the top of my list, just because it's close. You know, it's like yeah. how far is it? Six, seven hour drive. Um, there's that one, and then there's the. Is it abandoned? Is it like a place that yeah, we can actually do investigations? Like, or yeah, you call them, they give you the keys, and you you can be there all night if you want to. Um, but like it's abandoned. It's been abandoned for for decades. They used to be run by nuns back in the day as oh, a hospital. So it's like a, and they didn't believe in um, giving the patients medication. Uh, they were they 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 were kind of like more into like home remedy type stuff. Yeah. And um, a lot of people suffered there from like what you read, and they have a lot a lot of crazy stuff happen there. Like it, even looking at it, like videos of it, like it looks super creepy. I, know, I gotta check it out because I haven't I haven't even seen. It. I, I know that one for sure. Um, I want to go to an insane asylum somewhere. I there's I know there's a few in Texas. Um I think there's like two. I think there's one about like around the Austin area. Um but uh yeah, I know there's a few of them. I mean there's there's a lot of places in Texas that we that can go we to. got that taxidermy place too. Oh, the one in New Mexico? The restaurant? Yeah. yeah. That one I mean that one's like three and a half hours away, if that. It's probably closer. And then in, I know there's um there's another one. There's a hotel in, uh, I was just watching this the other day, too. The Hotel Josephine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do that one. 
there's they say there's a lot of stuff that happens there. But that one, it's it's, it's still an up and running hotel. So like you still have guests there. I know. That's the thing too. If, if it has guests, right, you'd have to like we'd have to pick a room, you know. Yeah. Like a, a notable room that something happened. Yeah, and they have a list of them on their website. Uh, you can rent out uh, the room or multiple rooms to investigate them while you're there. Oh, really? Yeah. You just have to make sure they're not booked. And where is it at again? That one's in. What's that city? What's it called? Hotel Josephine. Hotel Josephine. I think it's by around the da- Dallas area, like Grapevine, something like that. I know we should definitely just hit like a we should do like a road trip, like a one week thing where we just stop at one place one week, and just boom boom, next, boom, knock boom out, like oh, knock I'm, out three and oh yeah, oh. I'm down to do that. Even in New Mexico, man, like there's a lot of places that are close that we can hit up, or even in Arizona. Yeah. There's a couple Kansas. Places. Is it that one in Kansas City? The one in Kansas, um, I, I think it's in Holton, Kansas. Oh, wow. Ohio Avenue. It's calling me. <laughs> <laughs> that one I want to do. I forgot the name of that one, though. I think that one's a hotel also. Is it in Kansas? The one yeah. I was talking about, yeah. the Hotel Josephine? Yeah. Hotel Josephine. Okay. Well, I'm getting confused. But I know there's another one. I know there's yeah. another one in... Uh, in Texas that I saw that I want to check out. Yeah. I know there's a few in in Galveston and Corpus Christi. There's a restaurant in Corpus Christi that I want to check out. That it's got history. You know the history, or uh, I know they say like a lot of patrons that are there. They start like you're going there and have your meal and stuff. You're fine, but then like they get real agitated, and they get really like angry for no reason, and like they flip out. Uh, I know they said there was a murder in there a couple like decades back. Um, probably got some portal activity. One of the owners had a knife thrown like in his direction when he was cleaning up the kitchen area. Like just out of nowhere, he was the only one there that night. There, there's a few, a few stories that they have there, and it's like almost right there on, close to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks, it looks good. That'd be cool. I don't know. We got to figure it out soon though before I move. But yeah, definitely for sure. Like Waverly's on the list. Yeah, Waverly to, for sure. I, I don't. We're probably not gonna get in. Probably in winter time, it's gonna be too cold anyways. It's not like they have heat or anything. So, probably once the registrations open up right away, we'll get it. Yeah, we're gonna have to move first fast. For fast, dude, fast. I wouldn't even mind going back out to the Licking County Jail too because yeah. we didn't really get to hit up a lot of spots. Hit the there. spots. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the time went by pretty fast too. I mean, yeah. It's because. It's crazy because, like, we go to these places and they don't seem like big buildings. Yeah, but, but then when you're waiting in each different room doing investigations with different... Yeah, there's so much... Different items and investigations. Not only that, but, like, even just, like, getting the equipment set up, figuring out where we're going to want to put certain things, like, that takes time. Yeah. The planning, the planning aspect definitely needs... Definitely needs improvement, <laughs> yeah, because... We have so much stuff, so by the time we get there, we get there, and then we're like, all right, where's this, where's that, let's check this, let's do a quick run-through, make sure we know where everything's at, and then by the time we get to it, we've already burned through two hours. Yeah, I think we kind of, well, another thing is we have to kind of just decide on what we're going to take instead yeah. of taking yeah, everything. everything, exactly, you know? yeah. Like, read up more about the stuff that they've seen, so that way we know exactly what equipment we want to take instead of, you know, just taking containers full of stuff and, and like half the equipment we don't even use, Yeah. you know? I know there's like there's a few things that are absolute must that we should have, and I would definitely say would be the S box. 
Oh yeah, I, I yeah. I, that's I had, like the best piece of equipment. I didn't realize how much like that was gonna bring, I mean, it's brought a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, that's that's I think hands down that's like my favorite. My favorite yeah. is an S-Box. For those of you who don't know, what is an S-Box? They call it a Spirit Box, SB7. There's different names for it, different versions. But in a nutshell, it's pretty much all the same thing. It's basically a little radio that it runs through frequencies at a really high rate. You can go forward or reverse. Um, and you don't get a lot. You don't get any, uh, what is it, like radio, radio traffic clutter? Um, not too much. You'll get some, but you can tell the difference between someone coming through on the radio. Yeah, and if it's and just if it's music. like a music or it's a voice. Yeah, and that what that's what was really trippy because when I first started using this, I was like, oh, it's just all radio traffic. Sometimes you you get a lot of music coming through, like oh, it's that. But then when you do get a voice, you're like, that's not radio traffic. Yeah, that's, you could tell that's something else. Yeah, you could tell, especially the long the long syllables, like. I know, like, a few things that we call, like, the get out. Yeah. And it's going too fast for one to even be, to pick up, just get out. Yeah. Like, yep. Even when when we run it in reverse, too. And, yeah, that, and in reverse, that's and what you get a, me out too. Yeah. And even then, you'll get the long syllables, and it's not just the... Yeah. Yeah, that's one of my one of my favorites. Like, easily top three. The Ovulus, I feel like we need to use it a lot more. I mean, we use it, but we don't show the camera what exactly what, is coming what it's through picking it, up. what it's picking up. And that's the big thing because there's a lot of times we're doing S-Box sessions when the S-Box is correlating with the Ovulus and they're working together basically and nobody knows. Well, yeah, because, I mean, it picks up the whatever, whatever's generating any type of words around you. It's picking them up and it displays it on the screen. But, I mean, not only that, there's different... Um, like, it, it, it works basically off of, like, frequencies, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like So, it works on frequency, and somehow it pulls out these words, and... Like, it has a spell, um, like, a, like, a, like a spell, t- like, list, like the ABCs, yeah. A to Z, and you can have an apparition try to spell something out to you, and we haven't yeah. used that yet. But, I mean, e- even with the, with the Envoy device that we have, too, it has, like, five different functions. So it does the words also, like the Ovilus does. Um, it has emojis. So where, you know, oh, you, sure. it, where you can... That's a lot more. I didn't even know it. Yeah. Happened. You can ask the spirit, you mad, angry, happy, and it'll, sh- like, just tell them, you know, show us what kind of face with this device. And that one has a, a an alphabet, too. Mm-hmm. And it has a yes or no. So if we're asking yes or no questions, it'll say, it'll either highlight yes or highlight no. Um, we haven't even, I don't even, we haven't even used that. I tried it out at the house, um, just to kind of get a feel for it. And I wanted to use it at the last investigation, but we were just kind of just going all over the place, trying to get yeah. everything done within a set amount of time that we had. So I, I didn't even pull it out. What about this music box? You think that's what I want to see happen. I want to see this music box go off by itself. <laughs> I think one of the, one of the two most uh, things that I want to see with the equipment that we have is the music box and the cat balls. Yeah. Because sure. we haven't you, had... You could argue and say that they went off, or I know my cousin will say they went off, but I don't know. I, I, it I mean, yeah. did, but it didn't. <laughs> I don't know. Was it that? Was it not? Like, the know. music box for sure hasn't gone off on, on any of the investigations that yeah. we've been on. And, I mean, we set it up, and 
I don't know if it's because we're not in the area long enough to do like what we want to do investigation wise, um, especially because we're, we're trying to sweep through the building and, and get everything mm-hmm. as you know some type of evidence as fast as we can. But I think for sure, hands down, the the S box is like our our number one thing. Like all the stuff that we picked up on it, uh, especially with going back through like the audio and and the video footage. A lot of the stuff is... so much is, stuff that we don't even catch. Like, we don't yeah. hear over there. We're like, like, yeah, it's a lot of stuff we that we hear, don't hear. Once we do hear, we're like, what? Like, yeah. how do we not hear that? Like, I can hear it clear as day right now. Even with the with the voice recorders, the only thing that sucks about that is it's just, like, five hours worth of recording, you know? Like, yeah, however long we're there. It's, it's a lot of a lot stuff of to go through. That. Yeah. They don't realize this But there's... Like, well, once we start talking about Bobby Mackey's, there was a lot of stuff that the voice recorders picked up, you know? Um, and then they're they're so sensitive it picks up everything. everything. So you can hear cars like yeah. half a mile away, or you could hear depending on what building we're in. Like you can even hear us like on the upper floor, you know, picking up some of our voices. So it's hard to distinguish like what's us or what's actually being. Um, yeah, and I would definitely say a pro tip is do not whisper. Definitely, yeah. Don't whisper. <laughs> There are so many, well, I won't say so many, but there are definitely times that we've caught already that we thought we have a, thought we have a spirit, and then we watched the video about 20 times until we realize that it's just somebody else. There's one of us bumping into each one other. One of us bumping into each other. Oh, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't, know, I don't know how many times we've already told each other that, and we still do it. It's, it's just a natural human thing to do, you know? But yeah, it's, it's crazy. The stuff that we've caught so far. And then we haven't even gone through all of the footage yet. Yeah. There's still a lot of stuff we have to go through. I know. That's, that's the, the one thing. Everybody sees the ghost hunting and they're like, oh, you're out there. You're doing it. And then they don't realize. You got to go through all that evidence to see what you got. Yep. Yeah. yeah that's that's the only thing. It's very time consuming. Um, Is there anything you want to, anything else you want to add to this intro episode? Um... I mean, basically, I would just say, you know, with the things that we're trying to accomplish with uh, seeking out, seeking out um, proof of, you know, life after death, I think, I think we're going to do pretty good. You know, we got a lot of good yeah. stuff. And then that, that's only one aspect of what we're yeah, going yeah. to start to do. We want to definitely get out there and do more, do more than just the parent, just the ghost aspect. Yeah, I mean, because... I mean, I mean it's supernatural. There's so many things that are yeah. supernatural. I've always been, like, super fascinated with, like, the solar system and, like, other, like, life, you know, on other planets. And Do you think aliens have come here? Oh, hell yeah. You think so? Yeah. Dude, it would be naive <laughs> for us to think that we're the only life forms. I don't think that we're not the only life forms. I just, I don't know, like, have aliens came here? If they did come here, did they come a long time ago and never came back? Like, cause if, if someone's sophisticated enough to get here, like, they could just annihilate us. They oh, moved yeah. across galaxies to get here. <laughs> oh, definitely. But, I mean, like, even the, you read stories and, and, docu- and you watch documentaries and, the, you know, they talk about how uh, they might be living in caverns under the earth, you know, and stuff like that. Or why or reptilians. Yeah, or, or why, like, we can't go to Antarctica or, or really study Greenland, you know, because they're out there. You know, that's yeah. where they live. But, I mean, it, 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 there's a lot of stuff that ties into it that goes all the way back to, like, World War Two. you know, with, with the stories that you hear and stuff with the Nazis. You've seen Nope, right? 
No, you haven't seen. I haven't seen it yet. No, I forgot what they said. What? Because the the government declassified all that UFO stuff. But I forget what are they. They said they changed the name of UFOs as they're not called UFOs. Well, anymore. now they're called UAPs. UAPs. Yeah, uh, unidentified aerial phenomena. Uh, yeah, which is, I mean, it's UFOs. Yeah. You know, it's always gonna be UFOs for everybody. So, like, they want to change it up now to to make it more more proper. I mean, but there there are other things out there other than you know flying discs and stuff like yeah. that. You know, so UAPs are more a more better terminology for it. Because people catch crazy stuff, you know, on cameras or with, when they're out, you know, spending time with their families and stuff. And, yeah. I mean, they show them on the shows that we watch. Or... What about Bigfoot? You think Bigfoot's real? Hell yeah. 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 I, dude, it's it's a given. There's so much to this world we haven't even, yeah. you know, really discovered. I feel like though, if he was out there, we would have caught him by now. Maybe it's like a government cover-up. <laughs> like how they say with giants, you know, like they say giants existed. But supposedly the Smithsonian came in and took all the bones and stuff, and they're yeah. hiding somewhere. I don't know. I mean, you see how big we can get. So, like, oh, yeah. imagine, like, giants, us, like, the people before us had their own version. Cavemen probably had their own version of giants. So it's like, And then we're still discovering, like, different types of um, races from, from our DNA. You yeah. Know? Like, there's, there's like, there's a huge gap between two different types of species, and um, we're still figuring out. Like our technology is barely even touching it. <laughs> oh, definitely. Like because no just, one, no one spends the time. No <laughs> one spends the time to want to actually explore stuff like that. Like even with the ocean, yeah. we know there's crazy stuff under Dude, there. There's crazy, you know, crazy. but there's there's only so far we could go. Yeah. You know, we can't go so far down because we're going to get crushed because of the pressure. But there has to be. There's, there's got to be like some mega squids, like oh, mega giant definitely, squid. <laughs> oh yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Like even everything like with Loch Ness and like all the cryptids and stuff like that's uh, that's what a whole. I don't even know what cryptids are. <laughs> so a cryptid is like um, I don't even know if I'd say I would say like a being. It's just something that people assume that's like mythological type. Yeah. So like not the Loch Ness can be con- considered a cryptid, and and so can Bigfoot. Uh, it's it's not proven. We think it's out there. Uh, we have some type of video footage of these certain things, but I mean, it, it also it all falls in with um, like the dog man and the lizard man yeah. and the moth man and like all you know stuff like that. Stories that you hear, mm-hmm. you know, like all those like even like the rake and and skinwalkers uh, from different different cultures. All those stuffs, you know, they're they're fall into the category of cryptids, and they actually have cryptozoology now because of it like it's an actual thing you can go to school and study and it could be some type of species that we've never discovered yet you know or we haven't discovered yet so we just put them in this category as a cryptid yeah just like a general yeah generalization. like even even uh things with uh like um what's that other one that came out a couple years back uh slender man yeah you know or even the rake um they say if somebody or or a group of people kind of think about something so much, it kind of manifests yeah. itself into reality. Uh, it's called a totem. Yeah, yeah. Um, like that's how they say those type of things came into existence, you know. And that's it's it's a proven thing, you know. When you watch documentaries and you talk, you see the stuff, and they have actual, you know, people with PhDs that they're interviewing. It's 
It's a thing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's a thing. It's it's crazy. Like it's it's we don't know nothing about what, this world. What do you think comes through the S box? Do you think it's a spirit? What do you think it is? Do you have your own belief of what it is? I honestly like let's say even if it was like some type of residual um energy mm-hmm. that that's there in that room, where did it come from? What's making it mm-hmm. come through the device? You know, because yeah. we know what's coming through as radio interference, and we know when yeah. it's a, a voice of something. But do you think the things that we catch? Do you think they're? Do you think they're spirits of people that have been here, or do you think it's more than that? Do you think it's like a being that we can't comprehend because of our senses? It could be both. Yeah. You know, especially how they talk about like different dimensions. Yeah, that's know? what I think too. Like, there's other dimensions, parallel worlds. What if sometimes we're, because it's kind of odd. I don't know. We'll get into the evidence that we caught at the <laughs> thing. But when something says your name, then yeah, how does I, it know my name? I I think I mean like even sitting here right now, we're probably there's probably so much stuff going on around us that we can't even see because we're in the third dimension. Yeah, you know exactly. That's what I always and, think. Like what we're catching, are they spirits or is it just some some other being manifesting that we can't? Yeah. We don't have the senses. Well, like I think it's um, what is it? The the thing with Doctor Greer, uh, the what's it called? The close encounters of the fifth kind, or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like where you can see beings from a different dimension. Like they kind of just, they're just like light, you know. They have some type of form, but they're just basically light. Like they're they're on a higher plane of existence, and and um, like mentally. They're just on yeah, a whole other level. Just on a different, you different know? plane. Like something that we're probably never going to be able to get to in our lifetime or, you know, decades from now. Like they say, like even with the aliens, they say, a lot of people ask, well, how come they haven't made themselves known, you know, to us, like for mm-hmm. the whole world to, to see? And a lot of times it, you get the same response as, oh, they're waiting for at least 10% of the population to be more enlightened. We're not yeah, even there. Like that, we're not we're even, not even there, on their level. You know? Yeah. Like, our mentality is not even going to be at that point for probably over a millennia. Oh, yeah. It, hundreds of years. Look what we've done in 100 years. Like, we've barely scratched the surface. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, you know, one day. But we're not going to be here for that. Yeah. All righty, then. I guess we'll wrap it up with that. Uh, let's run the song. All righty. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to episode one. <laughs>